Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Make Parts Fast podcast series. I'm Leslie Langnaw, Managing Editor at Design World Magazine and Editor of Make Parts Fast, and I am here today with Shane Luttrell, who is Founder and President of Compliant Games. So thank you for joining me today, Shane. Thank you very much for having me, Leslie. Okay, first of all, I'd like to ask you to tell me a little bit about the background of this project. How did it begin? Now, this this project began about two years ago after a conversation with a pediatric oncologist. And the problem he was, was that his kids were not following the respiratory therapy as he'd prescribed. And this was important for them to do because a lot of his kids were immunocompromised. They were, they were vulnerable to complications like pneumonia. And some very simple uh, low-risk respiratory therapies like an incentive spirometer uh, that's a device that you, you inhale through. It essentially exercises the lungs. But these devices have been shown in some journal articles to be very effective in reducing the rates of pulmonary complications. And uh, by reducing the rate, I mean almost an 80% drop in the rate of pulmonary complications in this particular study was a sickle cell population. But the problem was he would walk into a patient's room and these devices were never taken out of the bags. So most kids weren't using them, and if they were using them, they weren't using them properly or, or at the, the required frequency. So we both realize that anytime you want to get a child or pretty much anybody else to do something they don't want to do, you want to try and make it into a game. And that's basically where Compliant Games began. So at what point during the design and development of this process did you contact Protolabs? And what parts did, uh, did you need them for, or what kind of services were you using from them? The Compliant Games is a system, so we've got game software and hardware. So Proto Labs was focused on the, the actual mechanical hardware, which is an adapter that plugs into these respiratory therapy devices that the, the uh, kids inhale through. And there's some electronics on it that basically digitizes the flow rate and takes that and puts it into the game. So we contacted Protolabs when we were looking at um, beginning to think of a way to make parts for a clinical study we're, we're going to begin. And this study was, was going to require parts count probably in the hundreds of units. Mm. So our, our problem was that most uh, technologies like 3D printing and RTV molding, you either couldn't get compliant materials or the cost to manufacture that number of parts was too high. So Protolabs was the, only, was the only company I found that offered a short-run injection molding process, which is exactly what we needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, did they offer any kind of design advice for the injection molding process? Well, we did most of the design in-house. Um, I did get some help from their, their design team on material selection, which was important for us because we needed biocompatible materials. Mm. Um, the part of their site that was actually the most helpful was the, the, the upload process where they would validate the files that we sent. Um, I don't do a lot of injection molding. Most of what I do is, is machining or sterilithography. Usually that's where I, the process ends with me and somebody else handles the mass production. But I, so I don't have the software necessary to really do a thorough um, analysis of a part for mold. I know to avoid overhangs and, or, <laughs> or overcuts and you know, draft everything. But the proto mold web tools were very nice in showing me where I needed to make changes. And uh, the other part, which was very handy, was this this product is actually need to be a very low cost product. So this was very much a design to cost exercise. Mm-hmm. And I was able to use proto molds 
costing because they give you the, the cost on the same page when you upload your parts. It was very handy to see how relative cost changed as I uploaded modifications to my design. So if I did something that doubled the price, it'd probably be a good idea to reconsider what I just did. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of a nice, handy side effect of their service. Mm -hmm. uh, tapping off from that, did anything surprise you about working with this process? Well, the main thing that, well, first of all, that the process even existed, I actually wasn't aware of this until, until I, I stumbled across the Proto, Protolabs page. But I was not aware of anyone that offered such a process. And the other aspect of it was that it's really no different from doing stereolithography parts. I mean, I've done lots of stereolithography uploads, and the process is exactly the same. There's, it's no more complex. Okay. Were there any challenges that you encountered with the design? Um, mechanically, this is a, a pretty straightforward design. The, the challenges were actually getting the cost down to where we wanted them and also meeting compatibility or biocompatibility uh, standards that the FDA puts out. And um, especially from the standpoint of doing this limited run for the clinical studies, we looked at um, RTV. There's no RTV materials. There appear to be no RTV materials that will meet biocompatibility standards. And there's a few materials in stereolithography that will do it, but uh, those are relatively new. Mm -hmm. So we wanted a, a well-known, safe process that, was, uh, that had been vetted through the FDA. And once we found the protomole process, that pretty much eliminated the last challenge we had in our mechanical design. Great, thank you. So if an engineer or if anybody is curious to, know, to learn more about um, your product or even your process, what's a website that they can go to? Our website's at www.compliantgames.com. I'm going to be sure to keep updating the website with our progress. Great. Thank you so much for your time, Shane. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Leslie.